I am Matthew Sherrill. We are the body of Christ, sharing the hope of the kingdom realm of heaven that is close enough to touch, near enough to encounter. Hello and welcome, welcome listeners. So this is uh, 616. It's uh, June 22nd. I thank you for for tuning in today. You're going to be blessed today. Zach, uh, Zach Landis is our guest today. Uh, he is uh, a beautiful, beautiful person. Um, he's he's been very active in the body of Christ for for many many of years. A mature believer, and he's he's seen miracles. He's a he's a, a worshiper, and his heart is so devoted to the Lord and uh, and and receiving the Lord's love. And that's really where where uh, where Zach and I meet, and we want to we want to talk about today is like how like intimacy with Jesus and how that is so just, it really is the, is the keystone of, of walking the, the uh, walk and walk in the life. Um, and we're here to have some fun too, right, Zach? Absolutely. So like, I remember one time we were in Arizona and you were talking to me about like, you just, Jesus just meets you in the morning. And he like, and he'll just kind of love on you like, like a lover would, like even like getting out of bed, like he'll just kiss on you. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> um, can you, do you remember saying that to me? Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for having me, Matthew. Yeah. Um, absolutely. I rem- I still have that. I, I have that really sweet um, relationship with the Lord where. Um, it's never like planned or like oh, trying to get in the presence. It's just waking up and just the Lord loving on me. Um, it really happened um, really when I started working at, at Lowe's about five years ago, um, where I'd get ready for work, you know, and right before I'd get ready, you know, just the, the presence of God was so thick in the room, and I could just feel His Him loving on me, Him kissing on me, and I'm like, Lord, I gotta go to work. Because it just felt this really tender presence of the Lord that just wiped me out. <laughs> so, like, you know, I barely get get my clothes on and everything, and I'm rushing out the door. And then when I get in my car, I'm like, take a deep breath, and I'm ready to go, you know. And then the presence of the Lord just started filling up my car, and I remember just weeping. And that same thing still happens even while I was there um, in Arizona just resting and just sleeping in that, you know, the guest room, I just felt that presence of the Lord um, so tangibly. Wow. 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 Oh, my gosh. That must have been just amazing. Absolutely. It it is one of the most amazing experiences ever. Um, You know, like growing up, you know, we've, we were so taught to, like, press into the spirit and all of this stuff. But then when you get into a different relationship with Christ, where it's full of grace and mercy, and it's less of striving, it changes your whole perspective on what a relationship with God looks like. Wow. Yeah, man. I mean, like, on a, on a, on a, like a, if we were just having a conversation, you and I, like just friend to friend, you know, I know there's people listening into our little conversation, our conversation here, but like the Lord 
has been doing that for me too, man. Like the last, in particular, the last couple of weeks. Oh man, I, I've been really getting the, the heart of God in terms of like, that he loves me in, in my, in the weakness. Like he wants me to be so tender and, and the more tender I am, the more like, I, I sometimes might even use the word broken and then I don't even want, I don't even like that word, but it sometimes works a little bit, you know, but tender and, and weak. And I'm reminded of, of the scripture in first Corinthians at the end of first Corinthians, Paul says the seed, the seed of Christ, the seed is sown in decay and it's sown in humiliation and it's sown in weakness. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. No, I think that's so beautiful. And I think that, I think that maybe the word that you're trying to, you know, find is just open. You know, we're open to new things that maybe before we might have been a bit more stubborn or, or had a, an idea of what we wanted it to look like. But as we're being open to something new, you know, it's more tender when we're open and we have a heart of meekness, you know, wanting to allow Holy Spirit and just, and even gentle, you know, we're just, you know, taking on more of a gentle approach and just coming with, you know, all expectations just gone. Just allowing Holy Spirit just to do whatever he wants. You know, because I feel like when expectations and all of this stuff, it's like we come with different like perspectives and like if our needs aren't being met, then we're going to go and try and find them elsewhere. First coming with a an open heart to just be like, God, whatever you want to do, like I'm here for it. You know, it's like that passage in Isaiah, like, here I am, Lord, send me. It's like, God, I'm right here, like whatever you want to do. You know, my heart is just open to whatever you want. Like, I'm not coming with my agenda. I'm not coming with, you know, the way I think it should happen or how it should happen. I'm just coming with a heart of meekness and just tender before you. Wow. Praise God. Thank God. I, I, I'm touching this, this, this place that you're talking about. Uh, I feel I feel like my heart is learning, relearning um, some mm. of these some of these things, and you know how to um, just how to really yeah be open, open to him, and and be moving in his Holy Spirit or with his holy, with his holiness, and it's a real like it's so precious. <sighs> I feel so I guess I feel so inadequate. Um, sometimes to like host to host him (laughs) (laughs) but that's that's right where he likes me to be oh he he finds just so much pleasure like in our weakness because like where we're weak he's strong and if we have everything all together you know what is what do we need god then if we're already gods in our own world, 
you know, we already have a perspective of this is how it is, you know. I just realized I just don't want to live like that. I just want to be good at a lot of things, but I want him to be good at a lot of things through me. You know, I don't want to do anything outside of his presence. You know, I want to, you know, like in Acts 1720, like in him we live and move and have our being. We just want to stay stay in that, you know, stay in that place of just practicing and flowing in that place of, you know, we're in him. And every step that we're stepping is in the presence of the Lord and just allowing him to completely engulf our whole life. You know, and as we, and, and it's just walking in the finished work of the cross that, you know, there's no other way to live a complete Christian life outside of the finished work of the cross. You know, understanding our identity, understanding our purpose, you know, that when Christ died, we died with him. The newness of life, we were raised with him, the newness of life, that old things passed away, new things have come, that we put on a brand new perspective. You know, we put on a brand new vision of ourselves. You know, he reintroduced us to ourselves. That when we became a believer, our fallen self self died on the cross with him. You know, that we're now taking on a new lifestyle, is what it says in the mirror in Romans 6. It says we, we're taking up, a, we have a new lifestyle. You know, so when we're taking on a new lifestyle, those former things, those fallen things are no, are no longer pulling at us. You know what I mean? Of like trying to pull us into it. Like we don't, we don't have a flavor. We don't have a, um, like a taste for those fallen things anymore. Because wow. what we have in Christ is so much better. Because we know the emptiness of those other things. You know what I mean? Of how right, empty those right. things made us feel. Like anger, frustration alcohol you know women all these other things like it just doesn't you know we're created for the presence of god to be manifested in our lives all the time we're not we're we're not created to try and use worldly things to try and fill this void in our heart the only thing being being a muslim all these different faiths you know there's always this longing of i have to fit something in me to be complete rather than in, in the Christian faith. God is your complete. Holy. Oh, Praise God. He's so no, and no. he did he did it. He really, really loves you. And I and this is the revelation that the, like the mind like will read these words and then and then over time god god willing the heart grabs it and he says and the, and i say i believe and and hebrews uh hebrews says faith activates the promise mm. whoa thank you lord i believe God is who he says he is. I believe he loves me like a lover. I believe he lays me down right now in soft green pastures. And, and we all don't need to know like how it all works out. 
Like we just right. we just press in like inch by inch into the feeling and the the beauty of the imaginated imagined and believed revelation that whatever whatever glimmer that we have we just press into it and we press into him and he'll build upon it for us and he'll give messengers and angels that will that will bring it to us like at the grocery store at Lowe's at mm-hmm. at the toll booth in you know all of these places you know he'll 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 meet you it's like he's like you know those when you give five thousand, somebody will give ten thousand. He'll do that. Mm-hmm. He'll, you give you give a little, and he'll give more, and he'll keep pulling you towards him. I love him so much. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I feel like just reading this <laughs> this message um, in Romans six through nine. It says this: um, God's timing was absolutely perfect. Humanity was at their weakest when Christ died their death. We were bankrupt in our efforts to save ourselves. It is most unlikely that someone would die for another person, even if they are righteous. Yet it is remotely possible that someone can brave such devotion that one would actually lay down one's own life in an effort to save a life of extraordinary good person. Herein is the extremity of God's love gift. Mankind was rotten to the core when Christ died their death. If God could love us that much when we were ungodly and guilty. How much more are we free to realize his love now that we're declared innocent by his blood? This is my favorite part. <laughs> right here, this is my favorite part. It says this, God does not love us more now that we are reconciled to him. We are now free to realize how much he loved us all along. Whoa. Hey, you know, that, it's, it's that, that his, his love pulls off that perspective, that fallen reality of the lies of performance and of willpower and all of that stuff, his love pulls it off of us so that we can see how much he loved us all along. You know, it says God does not love us more now that we're reconciled to him. We are now free to realize how much he loved us all along. God's love doesn't change. It's that when we have that fallen reality, we can't see the beauty in the mirror. It's like look, trying to look at, look at the mirror when you have mud all over your glasses. You know? Holy. Remember in First Corinthians 13, it says, at the end, it says that we look in the mirror dimly. And I really believe that's what it's talking about here. It's like we're seeing things dimly when we're not seeing ourselves the way we're created to see ourselves. You know? Holy. Thank you, Lord. Well, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. So, God, I would just pray right now for anybody who's watching this, God. That, that's just struggling with seeing themselves beautiful. God, we just pray right now, God, that they don't have to acknowledge it, they don't have to do whatever. God, I pray that, they, that their hearts would just get touched by your presence, God. If there's any heaviness or anything that they're going through, that they have a hard time connecting to the promises of you, Lord. God, we pray right now in Jesus' name, God, that those boundaries and those limits would be broken off of them, right now in Jesus name or they if they feel like they're unlovable by something that they've done or something somebody's spoken over them we command that that lie would be broken off of them right now in Jesus name because they are loved by the father already amen Amen. holy thank you God thank you God yeah thank you God for every every listener we we passionately we passionately just love you uh, 
uh, we we we're interceding for you right now in the spirit. We just we we love for you, and I I just want to read for you also the Song of Songs chapter two. Um, the, the Shulamite, our our um, our prototype, ourself, we're talking to Jesus, and she says, "My beloved is to me the most fragrant apple tree, and he stands above the sons of men, sitting under his grace shadow. I blossom in his shade. I blossom in his presence. I blossom in his presence." enjoying the sweet taste of his pleasant delicious fruit praise you god resting with delight where his glory never fades remember we we claim the promises they get activated by faith just believe we believe suddenly he transported me into his house of wine and he looked upon me with his unrelenting love divine Oh, my, revive me with your raisin cakes. Wow, refresh me again with your apples. Help me and hold me, for I'm lovesick. I'm longing for more, yet how could I take any more? Wow. Thank you. It says in, in the Song of Songs also that he is undone by one glance, by our worship, by, by our worshiping eyes. He is in our worshiping hearts. He's undone. So let us worship him right now, wherever you are. We'll, we'll just mm. move into worshiping the King of Kings, our Savior, to whatever degree that you know how to whatever passion, to whatever feeling you know how. Just worship him. Worship him in the spirit. Father, Father, our Father in heaven. Oh, yeah. Father, Father in heaven. The Father's the father's creating lookalikes whoa the father's greatest joy is to live on the earth in in a human body looking through your eyes loving through your heart touching through your hands walking through your feet What a gift it is to the Father to be open and say, Father, come in with all your glory and all your love. Mm, come on. No, I feel this. Come on. When you're, when you're saying that, 
I felt like in Romans six eleven. Whoa, thank you, Lord. <laughs> I'm getting hit. <laughs> Romans six six eleven. <laughs> it says, "Could it be any clear? Our old way of life was nailed to the cross with Christ. A decisive end to that sin miserable lie. No longer at sin's every beck and call. What we believe is this." If we get included in Christ's sin-conquering death, we also get included in his life-saving resurrection. We know that when Christ was raised from the dead, it was a signal of, of, of the end, of death as the end. And never again will death have the last word. When Jesus died, he took sin down with him. But alive, he brings God down to us. From now on, think of it this way. Sin speaks a dead language that, it, oh. that means nothing to you. <laughs> God speaks your mother tongue, <laughs> and you hang on every word. You are dead to sin and alive to God. That's what Jesus did. Oh. Hey. You know, I just love it. It's like, could it be any clearer? Our old way of life was nailed to the cross with Christ. Once and for all. Once and for all, you know, it's not a, it's, no. it's not a, it's, it's done. It's, Whoa. No longer in that sin, miserable life. No longer at sins every beck and call. Come on. I no longer it, identity, yeah. you know, a part of something that's leading us every day or fear or condemnation. But there is a Holy Spirit today living is the day in of us. salvation. Today is right, the day right of now. salvation. Today is the day of salvation. Oh. Today is the day of rest, where you entwine yourself with the Sabbath, the King of Kings, who is the seventh day man, the Sabbath man, the perfected one. Yeah. Oh. It's not okay. something we do. It's right. someone we know. It's no someone we know. Whoa. Yeah. We're walking away from that darkness. We're walking away from the fear. We're walking away from everyday living with anxiety or fear of man or how people see us. We're opening up ourselves to say there's another way to live life. Praise you, from, God. Praise from you. the way you've lived it previously. Or, or even in yes. this present moment, you might feel like there's something that you're struggling with Whoa. that you can't get over. Because there's a lot of people that do struggle with anxiety, you know. And I, want, and I just feel like the Lord just wants to give out invitations today of saying that there's another way. That we're no longer at sins every beck and call. It says in Romans, it says that anything opposite of faith is sin. Opposite of love, sin. You know, anxiety is not love. It's not causing us to love people better. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, it's putting distance no. in between me. I, I struggled with anxiety. I, I, had a, I had, you know, when I was young, I definitely could have got, you know, diagnosed and stuff. I was petrified of people. Dude. I had so much anxiety and fear. I couldn't. Mm-hmm. People until I was like 14, I didn't really even have any friends, you know, maybe only like one friend. And, you know, we would see him every now and then because I was just so full of the anxiety and fear. Holy, 
And God oh, set me free. Wow, I feel an anointing oh. on the healing for that right now for the people. Man, I had that. Yes, come on. I feel like I, I had such social anxiety for so long. I had uh, it was so hard. I mean, there was like your bladder issues and you know all kinds of weird stuff. Just like mm-hmm. just trying to make make it through life and you know just just social anxiety just had me just in chains. It it really did for 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 a while there. Um, man, I was I was also on on pharmaceutical antidepressants and. Uh, you know, sought alcohol. Oh my God! Praise God! I feel the anointing on the healing of that. Yes, come on. And and there's um, gosh, yeah. I also feel a special mm-hmm. anointing today on healing the father, and the father and and wounds of the the ancestral father lineage, uh, and blame and lack of forgiveness. But I feel His grace on it today. Whoa! Thank you, Jesus. Because in the Word of God, it says. And just as sin reigned through death, so also this sin-conquering grace, his grace, his grace, his grace, his grace is sufficient. The Lord said to Paul, he's like, my grace is sufficient. My grace is sufficient for you. You can, Jesus is the only way to the Father, the grace. We don't need to look any other direction, any other way, my friend, my soul, my, 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 my brethren. Wow, wow, he is the finished. He is our, he is our finishedness. He is our completeness. Mm-hmm. All completeness in the universe is found in him and our completeness is found in him and through him. The son, of, the son of sons, the king of kings. Oh, oh it is real. This is a true thing. This is not something imag- just imaginal. This is the real gospel. Mm-hmm. Wow, this is the real power of God. And, and God just wants to have a relationship with you know, he loves relationships, you know, like he doesn't want us to put on this fake persona of who we are, you know, there's no more faking it till we make it, trying to create all of these crazy dogmas and crazy mystical <laughs> realms and stuff, you know, he wants us to be real, like every day, he wants to enjoy life with us, it's not like an in and out, like, it's not like a fast food place where you're just in and out. He wants to do life. He died to dwell in us, you know. But there's more to the Christian life than going to church, clocking in and out. You know, God wants to enjoy a, a, a life filled with faith with our life. That while we're at work, you know, while we're at home, while we're shopping, while we're filling up the gas tank, you know, as we're shopping, you know, for clothes in the mall or, or online, God wants to be he's in all He wants to do it all with us. As we're, as we're cooking, as we're playing instruments, as we're cleaning, he wants to do all of it with us. You know, we're, we're allowing Christ to come into places that we didn't think that he cared to even wonder about. You know, growing up, we never had any of these types of conversations that God would want to enjoy our 
you know, help us do our laundry. Right, right. Yeah, I feel you say, I feel feel the truth on that. And it it feels like, you know, sometimes we we don't have it all figured out. Yeah. you know, there's that, there's that thought or that feeling like I'm, I'm not enough or like, how do I do it right or whatever? But he knows that and he sees that and he doesn't care. I mean, he cares in the sense that he does, he cares, he's compassionate, but, but he's like still right there. He's like in, in whatever, like whatever maturity place we think we are with, um, with life and with him, he's right there. He's right here. He came as Emmanuel. The whole picture of him is God with us. The Mm. Savior with me. The Savior with me. And I pray that we unpack this um, in these next couple of days and, 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 and moments, you know, just unpack that he's with us. Mm -hmm. Yo. Whoa. Yeah. Just feeling and the Holy Spirit, you know, touches everybody differently. You know, we can feel his presence. So I know people have never felt the presence of the Lord, like, in a tangible way. Um, and, and I think that sometimes it, it's just opening ourselves up and allowing God to come into those really dark, those really hard places in our lives. You know? Like, right. That there right. is no you know what I mean? Everybody can feel the presence of God. I think that's a good book. I should just write a book on that. Everybody can feel the presence of God. Because he's in all, he's through all. <laughs> you, know? you know, right there, it's like the easiest thing. Because he's in everything. He's in the, you know, literally the clothes he wear. He's in all, through all. You know, <laughs> he created all, everything. Wow. You know? So it's not even like, you know, the Indians believe that, you know, you know, if you see the tree, it's like, well, you know, God's more than just a tree. But anyway, I, I, it's just, it's more, you know, there's, I just feel like God is just inviting us right now into a place of just, you know, drawing out into deeper waters. I just think like there's more. You know, there's more that, you know, at, you know, modern day Christianity, I feel like everybody's plateaued because everybody's got it all figured out and stuff. Mm-hmm. But there's still oil, flour, all kinds of miracles that happen in the Old Testament and that has yet to happen in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. Where our clothes don't tear, they don't rip, <laughs> like in Children of Israel, like there's still... So much more. How about the water party? You know, there's still so much more miracles that none of us have seen, you know, that God can do. How about just opening up a bag and just dumping out the bag and just money just keep falling out of the bag, you know, <laughs> until literally your whole house is literally full of money where you can just give it away, give it away, give it away, give it away, give it away. Give it away. You know, there's so many more miracles. Like, God is just like, he's just been having me in, in teams lately, um, first and second kings, and just story of Elijah and Elisha is in second kings. He's also in first kings. But it's just, there's just more miracles and things that we haven't seen yet. You know, or what about our family members that are changed? You know, what about the viewers that are listening that have never encountered the presence of God? 
you know, I was just at a wedding and I, um, um, Holy Spirit, thank you. I was just at a wedding and I almost couldn't go because my aunt passed away. So I, I, I almost had to go home. I was going to go home for that. But then I was around somebody that potentially could have had the COVID-19. So I couldn't go. And they got their test results back. And there was no coronavirus. So I had, you know, so I, got, I was clear. I, I didn't have it. And so I got to go with it to another wedding that was here. And I went and led worship that, you know, that same week there without even, like, knowing any of these things until, like, right before I was about to drive. Like, I, I got a call from a friend that was like, hey, you know, we don't know. Like, we all got sick. You know, we don't know if it's COVID or not. So I had to, like, oh, <laughs> the break. You know what I mean? But, like, at this wedding, it was insane. You know, because like, because um, during the week, I went through at the worship time where I was leading worship, went through and prophesied over everybody that was there. And mm-hmm. so um, at the wedding, I, I kind of forgot oh, that Jesus. in that little circle of people, um, there were people's wives and husbands and, you know, spouses that weren't there. You know what I mean? Wow. And, and wow. family wow. members and stuff. Mm-hmm. So there was family members that were praying for me to be at the wedding. You know, and so it was just crazy. There was just this, this guy like ran up to me. They were like, you're the guy, you know, you prayed for my husband. And he said, you, you know, you have to meet this guy. He prayed for me. My life's different. God touched my life. I'm a different person. So she came up running. I'm like, oh my gosh, prayed for her. She cried. It was just incredible just, you know, for these people that have these expectations that, that to meet a prophet of God, that their lives could actually change from the situation that they're in the present moment. Wow. You know, that has led them to Christ. That yes, they were Christians, or well, some of them, but whether they're Christians or not, it just they threw it out the window because they wanted that wasn't that version of Christ wasn't working for them. And I feel like for some listeners, that the version of Christ that you have isn't working for you. The version of Christ that you have that judging people, condemnation, guilting people, guilt tripping people putting all these false expectations on people is, is a part of it. And God is just asking us all just to go into a different place where gossip, where people aren't allowed to, to call you and gossip, where people aren't allowed to call you and just dump on you because you're not, you're not a, you're not a trash site. You know, when people right, can just right. call you and dump and then, okay, I got to go, you know, cause they just, they just wanted to gossip that we're no longer people that people can call and gossip to, you know, we have a boundary. Yes, we, we recognize that as demonic. Holy. That is not, of, not, of a, not a heavenly manner of speech, and that is not a heavenly value. And the boundaries between who we were and who we are, oh, as we entangle into the Lord Jesus Christ, he makes it all very easy for us to discern. Right. The spirit, and, and we're no longer like allowing people to sin. That's just allowing somebody to sin. Letting people right. gossip in our life is sin, you know. Right. So it's right. like we're all coming to a place of not allowing people. We're even after this, you know, podcast. You know, like there's gonna be people that try and call me. I'm just gonna start stopping and be like, nope. You know, this is no longer acceptable. Like we can't, you can't do this anymore. Like bad yeah. mouth in this person or speaking ill. Like, oh, certainly. No certainly. Jesus you know would I mean? never. Jesus would never. He's full, full of grace. And that's why we really, really need to spend time with him, alone time, and go so slow. We really need to slow down. 
Yeah, we really need to slow down and, and spend time with our grandparents and talk to the people that we just passed by in the street or at the at the store and we know which ones we're supposed to talk to and which ones we're supposed to we're supposed to, to do you know and he's just he wants us to go so slow i feel this great slowing down happening because he's at rest i've been i've been so attracted to his rest right now zach that's so beautiful. And and uh, Nancy Cohen says that we that doesn't mean we don't do. It just that means that all the works of the Father are done through rest. Mm-hmm. What is that? Yeah, but that's, there's a scripture for this big guy. Where is this? this Hebrews chapter 4. This sounds like Hebrews 4, right? It does. Hebrews three and four are are the 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 meat of of talking about the faith rest life. So when and it also it says that when we when our faith uh, couples with the word, the promise of His rest, right? Is is activated in in Hebrews chapter four eleven. It says. Let us therefore be prompt to understand and fully appreciate that rest and not fall again into the same trap that snared Israel in unbelief. Right, and we could also equate that the word rest or his rest with grace. Because in another scripture, it says that uh, Paul says that he, he is grace. Grace is not something to be taken lightly, but it is the, the, the yeah. keystone of the gospel. So grace and rest so zach we have a we have a about another a minute or so and i'd love to, to um just uh just go in again and is there anything that you would like to anything you would like to share with the listener do you, or would you just be so uh kind to pray us uh, pray us out for um pray us out for today absolutely yeah i think you definitely got to touch on everything you know that i really wanted to touch on and just making it simple and easy and just um, holy, thank you, Lord. Um, just allowing Holy Spirit to do whatever. Like the biggest thing that I've found that is the biggest key in my walk with God is don't set up expectations for each day because you'll set yourself up for failure. Just be open to whatever and be flexible and be open to whatever the Holy Spirit wants to do. Like, yes, we're still going through and doing our job, but our expectation Whoa. isn't like these, these crazy expectations of like, this is how it all is going to work out today. And I'm going to go to work and I'm going to do all this stuff. But then what if you went to work and there was a leak? So now you're upset because you couldn't do your job instead of not having that heaviness there. And, being able to be open and just be like, God, I just want to go to my job and be a blessing to people and serve people and do my best. But my job is to serve and to bless and honor my boss and honor my employees and be a blessing, you know, and on the car, car ride there, I'm going to be a blessing to the people on the road. And if somebody cuts me off, I'm not going to go and gossip about it to people at work to say, well, this is, I had a, you know, this is a really sucky start of my day that that language isn't a part of our vocabulary anymore, you know, Mm -hmm. that we're taking a 
a soft approach on life, a soft and gentle approach on life, because that heavy stuff, it ruins so much of the fruit that God wants to do. Because remember, he promises us new joy every morning. So if there's a promise of new joy every morning, but then we're just dumping all that right into the tra- right into the garbage when we're gossiping or we're allowing someone who cut us off on the way to work set the pace to our day, then we're going to be talking about that. And then we're only one pebble away from somebody at our work or a customer coming in and blowing up. Then our whole day is basically just, tri- just scrapped the whole day then, you know, because we so are, these, we've come into such a, a, a fragile place of living like freckled people that if someone cuts us off, we're, we're freaking out. That's all I ever hear from most people is if someone cut me off or this is how my day started or somebody said this. And it's like, in my, in my life, nobody has the power. <laughs> I don't give people that much power to rule and reign in my life. Whether mm, someone amen. cuts me off on the highway or not, I don't mm-hmm. care. Someone, like I'm, The way I think of it, I'm optimistic. I'm like, that person might, might just need to go you know, to work sooner than I do. Go right ahead. Like, I bless you. I'm like, I don't even right, you never like, know. oh, this person. Right. I never think of like, oh, this person has cut me off on purpose. I'm going to honk my horn. I'm going to get road rage. I, I've never thought that, like, ever. You know? Right. right. Because yeah, it's like, well, I, I don't know. It's just that optimistic perspective. And I just, I just want to bring mm-hmm. this because there's so many people every day that are in that mindset. I just want to just bring all of us and the listeners out of that place. So when you're driving in your car, just you're driving with grace <laughs> and mercy. <laughs> you know? It's, it's you, a you live in a city. Witness. I can tell you live in a city. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know? We're, we're <laughs> Believers in a city. Amen. Believers in the city, so. So, God, I pray. I pray for us all, God. I pray for your spirit, holy God, that your spirit would just move, God. I pray for any heaviness on anybody's heart or any worry or any condemnation. If there's anything that we said that was convicting that cut them a little hard, God, I pray that you would just come and just bring healing to their heart and just bring um, a new way of life. You know, like my friend Tim, Holy Spirit, thank you. My friend Tim at Lowe's would say, if the truth hurts, change it. And I pray that if there's something that we said that was cutting, that you would change it in your life, that you would get rid of stuff, that gossip and all of that stuff wouldn't be allowed to to be a platform in your life anymore, that that Christ would be king in your life, that Jesus would be Lord, that it would be his goodness, it is his goodness that causes us to change, you know, holy. So, God, I pray that over everybody. I pray that over myself. I pray that over Matthew. It's such an honor to be a part of his podcast. God, I pray for our listeners, God. I pray for your spirit, God. And we pray for anybody who needs any healing. We command complete healing of their body from the top of their head to the bottom of their feet right now in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, thank you. Thank you, Zach. I, um, you bless us. We're so grateful to, to be, I'm grateful that you're, you're my buddy. Uh, I just can't wait to see what God does with us um, as, as friends. And it's just fun to be a part of your life and to, 
receive receive the word from you. I'm just really thankful for you, man. Thank you so much. It's an honor. Yeah. I'm just hit. I'm just erect over here, but um <laughs> we'll uh we'll have you back, all right. I feel like you got more to, more to say. That. Yeah. Yeah, we'll let we'll let this sink in for a little bit for myself and the listeners. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll have you back before before you can say Hosanna. Fasten me upon your heart as a seal of fire forevermore. This living, consuming flame will seal you as my prisoner of love. My passion is stronger than the chains of death and the grave, all-consuming as the very flashes of fire from the burning heart of God. Place this fierce, unrelenting fire over your whole being. Rivers of pain and persecution will never extinguish this flame. Endless floods will be unable to quench this raging fire that burns within you. Everything will be consumed. It will stop at nothing as you yield everything to this furious fire until it won't even seem to you like a sacrifice. If you would like to hear more content like this, please consider sowing into us financially. You can on our website, thepurebride.org, find links to our Cash App, Venmo, and PayPal feeds. Godspeed.